This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, let's ring in the new year with our second-ever holiday genius fail spectacular plus rants. Take that, 2017. Woo! Teresa. Yeah. It's 2018. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I I feel like uh, if you're a new listener to the show, you may have missed our uh, resolution show last year Mm. where we resolved to not make resolutions anymore. Yeah. Fuck resolutions. That's the only resolution you'll hear from us. <laughs> That's right. Is another resolution to not resolve Reso- how anything. Did, how did last, can I ask, how did it work out last year was, not having any resolutions? It was so great. <laughs> it went great. I will have to say, it went pretty well for me, too. That's awesome. There was no bar I was trying to no. meet. <laughs> there was no, I am, I am both sad and content that my banjo continues to lie under my bed. <laughs> Banjos. How are you, Teresa? I'm okay. Pretty good, I guess. I don't know. My baby is, uh, he's a, he's just about 11. 14. I know, he's 14. <laughs> he's just about 11 months now. Holy and shit. And he's like, wants to walk. He's yeah. pulling himself up on everything and like taking little, doing like, starting to cruise a little bit. No. And I know. And he's so strong and so heavy and so fast. And I am so fucking tired all the time. Like that, a like, dense little bullet. It's that thing where like, I'm holding it and I'm just like, ugh. Like, I just want to put you down. Like, I just, and I think they do it on purpose, kind of, because they just want to crawl and well, stand right. and do stuff. And so they make it really hard for you to hold them. It's like the you it's know? like a cat. When a cat yeah. doesn't want to be picked exactly. up, they like can that. weigh like 100 pounds. Yes. That's, what, the, exactly that's what your like baby that. is doing. Yes. And so, <laughs> and then he, you know, wakes up early yeah. and Oscar but, was waking up early because he was on vacation. And I asked, I, it's just, I asked Teresa before the show. Yeah. How the holidays were. Yeah. Teresa, how did the holidays go? Yeah. They, they went good. Yes. Right? Didn't I say they went you good? You did, but you were like, there was like, you I was kind not, of like, I you were like, like, you then like listed a few things that were going yeah. on with you that didn't sound great. No. It's like, as, but I know you, so I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And then you were like, but I'm going to focus on. Oh, yeah. I'm totally grateful for like a lot of stuff that happened. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. I just like the idea of like, oh, yeah. The sidebar. I'm totally grateful for these like sure. good things. But yeah. like, it's like a bleeding ship sometimes <laughs> through a quagmire okay, of misery. You, I'll tell you good right, things. That's mine. <laughs> okay. No, my Grace and Oscar played together oh, a ton over best. break. Like they're just yeah. off and running on like a lot of things. That's great. So that was like an it gets better moment. Yeah. For real. And then, I don't know, I actually like them. They're cute. Yeah, good. Um, I'm not feeling guilty about having three kids anymore. Hey, so that that's feels good. really good. That's thanks to you and the show that we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that's all really great. But yeah, no, I didn't really sleep. I didn't, <laughs> I definitely was sick. And uh, my baby's like really hard to deal with because he's like starting to become a toddler. So. Happy New Year! Yeah. How are you? I'm not coughing. I'm, I'm actually not like, we don't have to edit out a million breathing moments Yay. on the show, which is great. 
I'm all right. Uh-huh. I we're we got a couple of more days left of winter break. I didn't plan for the second half of winter break. I emotionally did not prepare for the second half of winter break. I'm pretty fried. I'm not my nicest. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. People in my life, been true. I am. Um, I emotionally didn't not prepare, prepare myself. for the second half of the break. Is so meaningful to me. <laughs> I feel like it's taken me all these years to nail it. Yes. like nail the wording of what's going on. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of a shit show in my house mm-hmm. right now, both deep inside me and like literally with everything going on. Yeah, I'm tired and. We'll spend more time uh, later this month talking about Ellis. Yeah. Turns out, turns out he's still more. Uh-huh. You think he might just be more <laughs> oh, in general? I keep, I keep thinking it's going. I was describing. <laughs> this is my new description. You know, like how you're like watching like a sitcom or not a sitcom. You're watching a show and maybe in that show, it's a show about the paranormal or something. But anyway, somebody, the main character has spent most of last season like trapped in hell. And then the second season starts and everything is great for this character. Like he's living his dream life for like episode after episode. It's so nice to see his life going so well after that super shitty last season. And then he blinks and he's like suspended over the pits of hell in like a cage. That's how it feels sometimes where I'm like this. Oh, everything's going like so well. Everything's great. Look, we've turned this corner. It's awesome. Blink. Still ah! here. Yeah. Still in hell. Wow. Hey, on that note. Wow. I, I cannot think of a better reason to not actually talk about parenting today. <laughs> and instead, focus our attention to the greatest gift of the holiday season, and that is listening to a shit ton of genius and fail calls. <music> Teresa. Yes. Genius fail time. Genius me. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom. Are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius. So I took my kids to the dentist over break <laughs> and I I texted you from the dentist's yeah. office because what happened was at the end of their appointments and they both did so good and got their teeth cleaned. Yeah. The dentist was like they're like, Can we get our prizes? And the yeah. dentist was like, Oh, we're out of prizes. Which uh, I could like that. I, that, I that, could not. I really could not. <laughs> I could not. Bu- I could not believe it. I mean, it was just so. And Oscar started crying. Yeah, I mean, of it course. Was, they couldn't. Of course. So I immediately said, "I'll take you right now to get a prize." Yeah. Because they were so good, they totally earned a prize. Right. That's what they. That's why they're good when they go to the dentist. That's why the dentist for the prize. fucking prizes yes, at was, the dentist. I, it was mind-boggling. Yeah. So I, immediately, I'm like, "I'm taking you right now to get." I'm taking <laughs> because I don't want dentists to be ruined forever. Right. So I said, "I'm taking you right now to get a prize. We'll go to Target right now and right. to get prizes because." Target was near Grace's yeah. camp, whatever. And then I'm like, as we're driving over there, and I had the baby too. I had all three. Uh. I'm like, wow. I've I don't think I've ever actually gone to Target with all three of my kids. <laughs> and it was I know. Listen, listen to you. And then it's like a couple days before Christmas. Oh, you know. Oh yeah. Middle of the day. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, you know, it's a it's like lunchtime. <laughs> 
and I've already promised this, and they're all. But I was just like, "Wow, this is gonna suck so bad." And like the toy area, like I just vaguely uh, said, "We're gonna go pick out a prize." Right. What is gonna happen here? Like I, I started like, I started like having a panic, but I knew I couldn't backtrack because no. like they'd already had it taken away once. You got to go into the storm. So I was like, "We're doing yeah. this," but. What I did was on the way over, I like got my head in the game and I basically said, okay, guys, we have a challenge right now Whoa. because we have to get home in time for, I don't even know what it was, something. <laughs> TV. So, <laughs> so even though Target has hundreds of things that we yeah. always want to look at or buy, we don't need all of that stuff today. We need a prize for Oscar, a prize for Grace, and then we need like one other thing, like a book for Oscar's school right. book exchange or whatever. Yeah. And we need that. So we're going to go in. We don't need a cart. We don't need a basket. We're going to hold hands. We're going to go straight to the toy area. We're going to each pick out a thing like under $8 or something, you know, like a little thing. And we're going to get the one and the two and the three and get in line and we're going to go. And that's what we're going to do. And I kind of quizzed them on it. Yeah. And they said it back to me. And you guys, we did it. We just went because I didn't get distracted. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I did not, I, I knew there was other stuff I could have gotten. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I, I even thought of, when we were in the store, we needed Q-tips really yeah. bad. I would have had to go downstairs oh, to get yeah. the Q-tips. And yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that right now. Head in the game. Yeah. We went, we got the one, the two, the three. <laughs> we paid. We got back in the car. It was flawless. Oh. Yeah. Show is over. Yeah. Good job, Teresa. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Okay. So... But many people will remember that several months ago, I talked about the genius being that Stefan made us plans for New Year's Eve. We hadn't gone out to yeah. dinner on New Year's Eve in uh, real since like living in New York City. And he got the early seating at a fancy place, and we're all excited. I've had the sitter lined up for months. It is New Year's uh, Eve. It is 11 o'clock in the morning, and my babysitter texts, and she has a family emergency, <gasps> and she's got to fly to, like, Iowa to be with her grandmother. And uh, Stefan, in the meantime, is, like, on a hike, like, with Ellis. And I, let me just, the genius, here's the genius, okay? The genius is, Old Biz would have just shut this down. We're not going. It's okay. I don't want to deal with, like, new sitters. I don't want to deal with trying to find a thing. But I didn't. I embraced this. I went. I found us a total new sitter. A stranger to us. But, I mean, I, you know, I, I found one. She was great. My kids were fine. I knew that everybody would be fine. I spoke to the kids. They were like, yeah, we're fine. Whatever. And, like, this person came did an amazing job. She was great. The kids had a great time, and we were able to go out to dinner. Oh, oh my I know. God. I'm, I know. I, I felt like I just. This I, is so good. This is a this huge is deal for so me. so great. I would normally have, like, over-controlled oh, yeah. this and just shut this shit oh, down. totally. Yeah. Well, we, we don't have anyone else. Well, we don't have anybody. Yeah. We don't know anyone. Our children don't do yeah. well with strangers. Yeah. Like, the whole yeah. thing. But instead, I just said, I bet I, we're just going to go I with this. I bet we can do this. I bet we can do this. Good job. Thank you. Now let's listen to you guys. Hi. Uh, this is a genius. Um, so it's a few days before Christmas and um, kind of last minute getting things together. And I realized I wanted to have some little things to put in our kids' stockings. Um, so 
I might go to Target and like buy some little whatever. And then I spotted the buckets of leftover Halloween candy on the top of our refrigerator, which we've been like slowly letting the kids eat. Um, but they, it's taking forever and they um, don't have a lot left. So I took those buckets down and I made sure to find types of candy where we had exactly you know, an even number, so like two Milky Ways, two Twix, <laughs> two whatever, so each kid would get the same thing. So that's sort of like mini genius within the whole thing. But yeah, so some leftover Halloween candy is totally going in the kids' stockings, and I feel like a genius. And now I'm wondering how else can I use this same <laughs> concept? So maybe you're playing this in the springtime, so same thing goes for like, I don't know, Easter baskets or... Next time my kids go to a birthday party and come home with a goodie bag full of little trinkets and whatever, I can, like, mm. kind of save some of those and use them for the next, I don't know, next car trip or next time I need a little little entertainment or a little something for them. So I'm totally going to try to use this idea again and, like, hoard candy or <laughs> little garbage toys that might come in handy. So anyway, Halloween candy in the Christmas stockings genius yay this is also good environmentally yes well yeah and yes i also like how it goes with our holiday genius fail theme kickoff of double double holiday yeah being being like nailed in this yeah i love this yeah it's great you're doing a great job really great i finally have a genius teach your kids to play hide and seek and then hide in impossible places and wait for them not to find you. I've had so much alone time this morning. Oh, fuck, you got me. Currently hiding in the bathtub. Earlier, I hid underneath a blanket on his bed. So I took a nap, kinda, while he was looking for me. I've hidden in the closet. I've hidden in the ottoman. It's great. So now every time I want a little alone time or some quiet time, we're gonna play hide and seek. Thanks, guys. You're doing a great job hiding from your children. <laughs> I this is I, I have to tell you that sort of the theme of my selections this this the show is things that made me like laugh hysterically. <laughs> I just think, hey, I'm hiding. Oh, he's mm-hmm. Oh, he found me. Like <laughs> I love this. I, I love this. It's so good. We've done some hide and seek in our house as well. I just you're doing an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You deserve every minute of yeah, that. Yeah, every minute of private time <laughs> in your broom closet. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I'm calling with a genius. Um, recently, we just did a Hanukkah secret Santa swap. I know that doesn't really make a lot of sense. I guess it was more like a white elephant game. Um, but we play with my husband's family every year and my family every year. Every year I get stuck with something very ridiculous, like a candelabra or, um, what did I get one year? Oh, a picture of my uncle standing next to his cow. So, you know, it's just never really that fun. This year I am a genius and I decided to be 26 weeks pregnant while we played the game. And I happened to pick the um, gift that had a 25 well, $25 in it, and everyone was too terrified to steal from the pregnant lady, so I picked a good gift, and not only
only did I pick as a gift, but nobody stole it from me. So I went home with $25. And then I went to Target and bought myself some chocolate. So there's my genius. Usually it's full of a bunch of fails over the holidays, but this is a genius. <laughs> you ladies are doing a great job. Good job. This is what I listened to this and I said to Stefan, I fucking hate the white elephant game. He's yeah. like, I love it. And I'm like, <laughs> how are we even married? Because I like him always just get like the shittiest of the gifts. Yeah. We used to have to do that at the fucking office. Yeah. I hated that. Good job. Really good job. Good job. Embracing your inner elephant. Enjoy that chocolate. You enjoy the shit out of that chocolate. Hi, I am calling with a genius for the first time. Um, I'm having a bad day, and I've been meaning to call this in, so I'm going to pick myself up by telling you guys about my genius. Um, so my daughter, who is now eight and a half and just started the third grade, um, I have been working with her since she cut her hair in first grade. Yes, first grade. Um, so two years ago, she cut her hair just to her shoulders and had a very mean girl in her class. Tell her that she looked ugly and she should never cut her hair again. And as a six-year-old, that was very damaging and upsetting. And I have worked with her. And now I'm going to cry during a genius, which is crazy. I've worked with her for two years on almost a daily basis and said, baby, nobody gets to tell you how you cut your hair except you. And if you like it, That's all that matters because it's your body and it's your hair. And after two years, she now has a pixie cut and she loves it. And the first thing she said is that she loves it and it doesn't matter who else likes it because she loves her hair. And it has just been the absolute best to watch her finally take that in because it's been two years of worrying about what other people think and just constantly having to encourage her. And so I can't tell everybody when they compliment her Bixie cat what a struggle it's been, (laughs) but I knew you guys would care. So, God, I didn't mean to cry. I'm really happy about it. (laughs) And I just feel like a genius for saying it every day to my baby girl that it's her hair and she can do what she wants with it. So thanks for listening. I hope it helps somebody. Um, thanks. You guys are doing a great job. Bye. You are doing such a good job. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think we sometimes recognize how how long work some work has to be mm-hmm. and has to take. And you have just given your child such a gift of confidence and sticking with it every day and i mean like you have done one of those like hidden parenting things that you know sometimes we never see mm-hmm. the effects of doing it what a good job you have done as a parent you are doing such a good job yeah good job yeah hi one bad mother i'm calling with a genius my oldest child is four just had a birthday And my youngest is 16 months. And we decided not to have a big birthday party for my oldest this year because, uh, for a lot of reasons. So what we did instead 
was my husband and I took him out, just the three of us. We got a babysitter for the baby, and we took him out on a special date. We got him hot chocolate. We took him to a little play. He took the subway. We live in New York City. He loved it. The individual attention was wonderful. He was so good, and it really made me feel great. It was so much better than having a party and being stressed out. I was not stressed at all. I really just enjoyed the time, and he really enjoyed the time with with us. And he is such a good big brother. He has not had any issues with his little sister. We really wanted to reward him for being such a good kid. And so I wanted to pass this along to other parents out there. You know, the birthday date, I think we're going to do, make it a tradition. It was really, really fun. Thanks, everybody. You're doing a great job. Bye. I love it. It's so sweet. And how much have we been talking about that this yeah. year? This, like, about, what? I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with birthdays anymore. Yeah. This is, like, really awful and hard. And this is so... It's such a great example of an option that yeah. really is working for you guys. Really excellent job. Great job. Hi, I'm calling with a genius. So the other day, my little four-year-old really wanted to go to Disneyland, which we have passes. So, hey, no big deal, right? But we were really, really, really tired and we didn't feel like going. Um so, did you know that Disneyland is closed today? No real reason. Just Disneyland is closed. Oh, really sorry. We'll have to check next time. And hopefully Disneyland won't be closed next time, too. That's the genius. Have a good one. Bye. That is very helpful to have that up your sleeve. I, I have actually very helpful. been busting this out a lot lately yeah. myself. Where I'm like, yeah. it's amazing how fast the lies oh, can yeah. come sometimes. Yeah, sorry, I'm like, yeah, sorry, that's closed. Yeah. It's it's so closed right now. Yeah. It's the most closed. Yeah. The other night, Oscar, <laughs> we were, it was like so late. The other siblings were asleep yeah. and Oscar was like about to fall asleep. And he asked me, mommy, are robbers real? And I was just like, no. <laughs> Nope. No, because I was like, I felt bad. But I, know. I was like, I, I'm not going to talk to you about yeah. fucking robbers, robbers right now. You just need to go to sleep. We can talk about it another time. <laughs> the like least conducive conversation to have before bed with a four-year-old yeah. is anything about robbery. Yes. Sleep tight. <laughs> well, you're amazing. Yeah, you're so awesome. This is a genius. I have a brand new tiny baby, and he has a million tiny brand new baby socks that got lost basically instantly. So I took one of those mesh lingerie bags and clipped it to the hamper in his nursery. And now when we take off his socks, we toss them right in there, and then we can zip it up and wash them, and the socks don't get lost. And it's awesome. You guys are doing a great job. You're like, I think she might be a physicist calling in. Yeah, (laughs) so smart. It's so smart that you like just kind of like dumb into it a little bit yeah. like as a listener you're like oh, oh. I'm like- <laughs> there's this part of me that's just like I just I, I'm like listening I'm like that sounds so easy I and know. I know I'll just I'll live my life in chaos instead <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know well that's I think it is a genius it idea is so it's genius. so it's so smart and yeah. simple yeah it may be impossible yeah <laughs> <laughs> good job Hello, this is a genius. I have convinced my one-year-old 
that our Christmas tree is, in fact, a large green dog. (laughs) This means is, instead of hitting the boughs, pulling at them, slapping the ornaments around, instead, he just pets it nicely, quietly. (laughs) So, I'm a genius. I love the show. Thanks, ladies. This is amazing. I know. It really is. This is like the one finger touch like up a million yeah. times. It's like this get, is next get, get level. The, the dog. I also really appreci- appreciate her vocabulary and calling them bows. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, right. the what? The, the what? Is she on a boat? I don't understand what's happening. You mean the stick? The stick stick the, out of the, the branches? <laughs> the bows. That's so seasonal. Mm-hmm. That's so seasonal for our holiday show. I love it. And I... <laughs> I can totally Mm -hmm. envision this in my head. Me too. Everything's going to become a dog soon. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many dogs around. Everywhere. Surrounded by... There's a fucking pound in our house. (laughs) Hi, y'all. So, um, well, I consider this a genius. uh, It's a genius for me, anyway. Um, I'm a first-time mom with a three-month-old baby, and have learned very quickly that being a mom and an artist at the same time can be difficult. I recently realized that in the time that it's just me awake with the baby in the morning rather than staring at him and wondering, well, you know, you, why aren't you talking back to me? Why? <laughs> what can I do that's not just staring at you or staring at my phone, wondering what to do with you. I restrung my guitar and started just practicing and noodling around. And turns out the baby loves it so much. And so it's like, I'm getting my thing. He's not, you know, just staring at me. I'm assuming bored out of his mind. There's that whole mommy-baby bonding thing. I don't know. It just uh, feels great. Feels great and finally feels like I'm getting my life together in the middle of the newborn forest. Um, You guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. Amazing. Feeling great great is a genius. It is. And I know that like at the beginning she's like, I don't know if if this is a genius or not. You have a three-month-old. So just the fact that like if you even like tied shoes today, that like warrants being a genius. Like, I mean, sometimes... Somebody far removed would be like, what do you mean your only two options are staring at the baby or staring at your phone? That's sometimes all that your brain allows you to think is possible, like possible. Oh, totally. So to then pick up your guitar and start playing it. And there's like, your baby's a genius because your baby's not screaming and like at your guitar the whole time too. I just, you just have created, there's something beautiful happening in your house right now. It's also, the genius is also the not waiting to do, the, like waiting till the baby is asleep or elsewhere to do your self-care and yeah. do your art. Like yeah. the genius is like, your baby's going to be here now. Yeah. We might as well do it all. <laughs> it's like um, yeah. Courtney Wyckoff from oh, Mama Strong yeah. is, a, is like the first person who ever said that in a way that made sense to me. Like if you wait for a time when your kids are not there It'll or asleep or happen. something, you're just never, there's always always going to be something else that comes up. Right. And so the genius of like finding a way to integrate that into your life yeah. is perfect. That's yeah. how you can do the stuff you want to do. It's amazing. Yeah. Good job. Good job. 
I won Bad Mother. This is not only a genius, but this is a Christmas genius. So she feels like the mother of all fucking geniuses. Uh, this morning, I used my my four-year-old uh, and really turned de-Christmasing our house into a scavenger hunt. So we have a billion Hallmark ornaments that all have the picture on the box. I would simply hand it to him and say, okay, Zachary, go find this one. And it worked for 45 minutes because, yes, we have that many trees and uh, just decorations everywhere. But he went, he found the ornament, and all he had to do was bring it back to me while I drank coffee and packed it away and didn't have to move. It was freaking amazing. Uh, just a reminder, you all are doing an amazing job, and we all lasted through the holidays. Thanks. Good yeah. job. The Christmas scavenger or, like, ornament scavenger mm-hmm. hunt. This is so applicable to lots of other, like, event breakdowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at our houses, whatever they are. I love this. Me too. It's I, lovely. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am calling with a genius. My three-year-old was sick today. She was sick yesterday, and she was sick today. Yesterday, I was able to take off work. Today, I totally could not, and nor could my husband. So I packed her up and was taking her to work. And it was one of those days where I had meetings that I had to lead in large groups. I had to interview someone for a job in a group of three. I also had a lot of work I had to do on my own, all of these in different rooms around my office. The genius is that I got through it successfully, but more more specifically, I brought my daughter and I brought a tiny pop-up tent she has. Uh, and so I took the tent and loaded it with blankets and pillows, and she had books and toys, and every meeting and place that I went, I brought this pop-up tent so she could go in her little tent and hide and read her book and feel comfortable and happy, and it didn't matter what room we were in or what was going on outside. And she was totally well-behaved and started to feel better and, in fact, even took an hour-and-a-half-long nap in the middle of my workday. Genius. Pop-up tents. Look into them, people. Thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. I think she might be a witch. You might be (laughs) a witch. Yeah, that's amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the seed of a miracle. Yeah, it is. And you should shout this. This is definitely one that, like, no one gives a shit about. If you, like, turn to your, like, your employee, your fellow employees, like, you see what's happening? Everybody's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, this is amazing. It is. You had an amazing day. Yes. Good job. Such a good job. I just, I, it's like listening to somebody telling me a story. I know. I, it's amazing. I loved hearing the story. If somebody had told me yeah. the story in a different way, right. like where I didn't really know the person or it was like a third person yeah. telling me about it, like, yeah. oh, somebody at work brought their kid and they yeah. like slept in a pop-up tent. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, that didn't really happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That can't possibly happen. You. You're great. You are great. You win. You win. I know. You win. Let's. Wrap up on this last little genius. Great. Hi. So this is a genius, but it starts out as a poop fail. It's probably the first genius you've ever had that involves poop. But my almost two-year-old is potty training, and he's doing such a good job with the pee. And the poop, you know, we're not there yet. And I made a grave decision and turned my back to him, you know, for a solid minute 
and he pooped all over the floor, and he hasn't done that before, and it really freaked him out, and he just started kind of panicking, and I'm so proud of my response. That's my genius, is um, when I turned my back and saw that he had pooped all over the floor and had stepped in it and tracked it across the carpet and was, like, covered in poop and and wanting me to pick him up, I just picked up my poop-covered toddler and hugged him for as long as he needed to be hugged because it really he's still getting used to the stuff that's coming out of him, and he was just really uncomfortable and panicking, and I told him he did a good job because we need poop to come out of our bodies, and that next time we would try to get it in the potty, and I got him all cleaned up, and him calmed down before I even took care of the mess, and... I just am really proud of myself because that is not the response that I would have had a lot of other times. So um, we're all doing a great job, and potty training is the worst. Thanks. Yes. I I, I just want to, like, hug you so much. I do, too. This is – we've talked about this before, too. There is something about – the, like the worst moments that normally would res- like trigger a like awful response from us where we don't where we make the choice to to like make this amazing choice yeah that make us feel the most connected as a parent i just think you're you're doing such a kind and gentle and great job. And it's sort of like the mom who was talking to her daughter like every day for two years saying, it's your body, it's your hair, it's what you like. You, you In that action, you may never see the benefits of that action with your child. But I guarantee you not freaking out, like making that choice is going to just help him in so many ways with scary things in the future. You're just, what a gift. Yes, absolutely. You're doing such a good job. Yeah, you're awesome. Everybody... You're all doing a good job. Yeah, this you is are. just a smattering of 20 hours of calls from the last couple of months. You guys, so many great geniuses are coming in. You guys are all nailing it and being remarkable in the most unusual of circumstances, be they lost socks to be them poop explosions. You're doing a great job. And as your reward, the holidays are fucking over. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Audible. With an unmatched selection of audiobook and spoken word audio products, Audible is the Internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you, whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, or learn something new. For example, you might want to check out my sister's book, Helen Ellis's American Housewife. Put that on your headphones as you walk around cleaning or hiding in the bathroom. It's enjoyable. Audible's offering our listeners a free 30-day trial membership. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial today by signing up. Go to audible.com slash badmother or text badmother to 500-500, that's 500-500, to get started.
failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So a couple weeks ago when we were talking about our four-year-olds on the show, I mentioned that day that Oscar hadn't screamed at me that morning. Oh, I remember and what a great day that was. Remember that? And yeah. I was like, yeah, so maybe we're like on the upswing of things getting better. <laughs> and then I immediately left the show and got a call from preschool that he had a 102 degree fever oh. and had fallen asleep in the middle of the floor at preschool. Oh, baby. Um, by the time I got there to pick him up, he had between that time they had woken him up and then he had gone back to sleep. And when I brought him home, he had a fever of 103. And he was just super sick. Sick. And, like, thinking back, I, I like, noticed, of course, all the signs that something was wrong and something was off. But I had just been so – like, it hadn't even occurred to me. Like, I had just been so driven to, like, get the stuff done that day that I was like, okay, Oscar's fine. Like, he was just totally out of it. And I was just like – this is easy. <laughs> you know, like... I'm doing such an amazing job. Yeah. Things right. are going smoothly this morning. So, yeah, I felt pretty bad about that. I am very sorry. Thank you. You're doing a horrible job. I know. Okay. I, I, as many of you know, we've spoken about this some. I will continue to speak more about it. But I am I am in a new wave of... Uh, Ellis is a picky eater. I don't even know if picky is the right word. Ellis just doesn't eat a lot of fucking foods and won't try any new foods and blah, blah, blah. That, that, that's not my fail. <laughs> my fail is I am currently in a place where I am taking on a lot of guilt for it and it's making me feel bad. Mm. I don't live in that place, but I'm in it right now. Mm. And somehow the failure is just that, I've, that I'm in it. I can recognize it because it's, it's really, there's, I cannot do anything per se about Ellis's eating. Right. Right. But I'm letting myself feel like feel shit bad. about yeah. it. And and I know better. Yeah. I know better. Yeah. And so my fail is just letting like wallowing in it. Ugh, I'm I know. so sorry. It fucking it sucks. sucks. Snap out of it. <laughs> now, speaking of snapping out of it, let's <laughs> jingle jangle our way through a series of amazing failures. Hi, this is Sarah. I'm calling and listening to you guys on my way to pick up my kid from what apparently is his last day of school before Christmas break. I just heard the section where Biz described almost forgetting the last day or thinking she was forgetting it. I actually did it. Um, I thought it was tomorrow, and about an hour ago, I got an email from the school saying, have a great break. See you next year. Don't forget to empty out your baskets when you pick your kids up today. So immediately panicked and had to get my shit together at work and finish up a day earlier than I had planned. Epic fail. I just started listening to you guys. I love the show. Thanks for everything you're doing. Bye. Hooray! <laughs> you suck! <laughs> you did a horrible job of trying to pay attention to all the shit you're supposed to pay attention to. Happy holidays! Yay! You're doing awful. 
Hi, one bad another. I'm calling with a fail. So last night, my husband was out at a bachelor party, so it was solo parenting, and my daughter's kind of had a cold, like coughs and sneezes, but nothing crazy and no fever, and laid her to bed at her normal time, and it probably took her like 45 minutes to go to sleep, and she was talking in there, but nothing out of the normal. She usually talks or whines a little bit for, you know, anywhere between 5 to 40 minutes before falling asleep. So I didn't go in there, which I usually don't. And then she slept through the night. Actually, she slept in by, like, she usually wakes up at 7.30. She woke up at 9. And I go in her room, and she had thrown up throughout the night at some point. But it's really dry. It was all dry to her jammies, and it's making me think that she probably threw up earlier in the night when she, before she had even fallen asleep. And I didn't even go in to check on her and make sure she was okay. She just slept in her, like, vomit-covered pajamas all night. Oh, I just feel so terrible. It could have been dangerous, and it's uncomfortable, and she probably feels unloved. I just feel really bad about it. Oh, anyway, that's all. I'm going to clean the sheets and spoil her with Paw Patrol. I just feel really bad. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Okay, I applied this call. Yeah. And I do not mean to belittle this call by comparing it to poop fails. Mm-hmm. Or the dropping, a child drop, you know, falling mm-hmm. or dropping or rolling off or the dropping the thing. But I'm playing it because it is one of hundreds of calls. And this is not the first time I've played a call this like this to a on the show. People, yeah. We all feel like it happens all the time. Yeah. How are you supposed to? You cannot yeah. stand over your child's crib yeah. their entire infancy. No. You are. We we set up these rules for ourselves so that we can have a like a life in the sense of if you don't always go in every night, yeah. every time they chat, yeah. it is not your fault that the one time she vomits you hadn't gone in. Right. Right? Yeah. Like this your children do not feel less loved. You are no. not a neglectful, horrible parent. Yeah. Kids throw up in the middle of the night. Yeah, they do. Even grown kids may not come get you when that happens. Yeah. Okay? And if they don't, it probably means they just didn't really notice. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, yet vomiting for a small yeah. child may not be the same as yeah. vomiting as an adult, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying that, uh, that you know, we're to neglect sick children right, right, or right. if your yeah. instinct tells you to go in and go check. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... You are not alone in having this happen to you, and you are not alone in feeling awful about it. This has happened to me. And so you're you're doing a good job, and so are all the parents out there who called in with very similar calls, and will continue to call in with these similar calls. You guys are doing all right. Okay? I mean, I'm not going to take away the fact that you feel that. (laughs) But I I want you to know that you are not alone. Yeah. Okay? All right. Let's move on. Hi, ladies. I'm calling with a fail. I'll keep this sweet and simple. I listened to my grandmother and used old eggs for heart boiling for deviled eggs. And no, you're supposed to use fresh. I used old and my membranes glued to that egg and took out giant chunks. So now I'm running to the store on Christmas Eve for fresh eggs so I can make deviled eggs for Christmas. <sighs> You're doing a great job, ladies. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> fuck you, Grandma. Yeah. What the fuck, Grandma? <laughs> what what the, the fuck, Grandma, with your old eggs? 
what's going on? This these, is the year deviled eggs ruined Christmas. <laughs> these eggs suck, Grandma. <laughs> they're the worst fucking eggs. Uh... I don't know why I found this so funny. Maybe it's because I make deviled eggs and I have no oh sense God, of I rules about eggs. like eggs. So good. And this is constantly a discussion in our house about what do you use old for this or new? I'm like, I just I burn eggs after like two days. I'm like, these eggs are probably bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Um, I'm sorry, Grandma ruined Christmas Fucking for you, Grandma. <laughs> just, it's cracking me up. Hi, Fun Bad Mother. I am calling all the way from Canada with an epic fail. I was taking my dog for a walk, and I put my one-and-a-half-year-old in the sled. I, was, I decided to go on to the field over by our house, and it was too deep, so I thought I would turn around and go back to the road. But the sled tipped over, and I dumped the baby face-first into the snow. Thankfully, as I picked her up, she laughed, but still, epic fail. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. I'm pretty sure Canadians just don't leave their house during winter, mm-hmm. so you're failing at even leaving. Do you know how to be a Canadian and live in cold weather? <laughs> this is just horrible. I'm sorry you dumped your baby in snow. Your baby is going to grow up to be an Olympic skier. Probably. Probably. Yeah. You and th- and they will in his like in your baby's reel on NBC. Mm-hmm. They'll be talking about the time that you kept taking him out and dumping him headfirst in the snow. Yeah, and it was really good training. Building a champion is what you're doing. <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is definitely a fail, and if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm calling just to hear the message tell me I'm doing a good job. But I am trying to get ready for a Christmas party, and I have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. I guess she's almost four. So I turned on a movie to let her watch it while I could take a shower. I put the baby in the shower with me, thinking I'm doing a good job. And during the shower, I looked down to see that my nine-month-old has pulled the plug out of the drain, uh, just one of those screw-in top ones, and he has it in his mouth. So I'm, like, already thinking, okay, I'm going to call this in as a fail because my baby is chewing on this yucky drain plug. Ugh. Okay. I'll call it in. It's not that big of a deal. And then I get out of the shower to realize that why my nearly four-year-old was unattended, she took all the sheets off of every bed in the house (laughs) because she thought it was funny and wanted to make a fort. Uh, So now I'm going to try to get ready and I just have naked beds and (laughs) I just feel like this is not that big of a deal, but it feels like a fail because I'm just trying to get ready to go to a Christmas party with my husband. I thought it would be fun, but they're slowing me down. Yeah. (sighs) Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. You're a horrible parent. Mm-hmm. Of course you thought it would be fine. It's impossible to do anything. Your failure is thinking that you could. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. Or forgetting to show your kid that when you're changing the sheets <laughs> that you shouldn't do that <laughs> at other times. Has that worked for, has that worked for you and your yeah. kids in the house? Yeah. <laughs> this is not a place where you mix food. Yeah. Not on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I just love the idea of this four-year-old running through the yeah. house. Hand fists. Yeah. Full of sheets and fury. Well, you suck. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Hello, my name is Evan, and this is a parent fail 
So I just got back after taking my two kids snow tubing in the mountains, which is for me is a two and a half hour drive. We get there, get the kids all bundled up. We go down the hill literally three times before the youngest one, five years old, starts boohooing and crying and blubbering and having a absolute meltdown because his feet are cold. We go in and warm him up, and he wants to go home. So we drove five hours, spent $130, all for three sleds down the hill. Meanwhile, I am furious and... But I did manage to hold it together. This was a thing I created and not a five-year-old's fault. And we're done. So back home, everyone's safe and sound. Not a great day. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, somebody's struggling with the idea that you wanted to leave the house and have a good experience with your children. That is the failure. I was playing this and Stefan was like, I really relate to this. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, we did, like, the Disney Halloween thing this year because we thought that'd be, like, super fun. And we're, like, an hour into it. And, like, it's Meltdown Central. Yeah. And, like, it it really, look, ha, 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 you suck. You tried to go do something. But there is something about that. We've This is, like, the holiday show where we talk about, like, this pressure to want to go do something fun. And, like, five years old. memories. Yeah, seems like that's a reasonable age to go out. You know what I mean? Like, and you go and you do this thing that'd be so much fun. Your kids, my kids are constantly asking to go to the snow. Mm -hmm. There's no way they're going to survive five minutes in the snow. Mm -hmm. And it would take us that long to go find snow anywhere near us. And, like... You go, you pay, you schlep, there's clothes. Uh, it's a whole thing. And then you and have it's to do, for them and in it's your mind. For You're them. Like, this is for them. <laughs> I'm doing this great thing for them. And then you have yeah. to turn around and fucking come home. Yeah. And you are exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. You're emotionally stripped. Yeah. You you shelled out money. Yep. That stuff isn't any isn't easy to come by. And like yeah. You didn't get the rewarding part. How, like, what you is did the reward this... supposed to be? Well, like <laughs> that they have fun. Right. Like that they like... do it and it's you spend a day there and they have fun and yeah. then they, they're Yeah, they're cheering they the whole way yeah. home. Yeah. This is the best day ever. Thanks, Dad. Like, has anybody ever had that experience? But I know that's what we're looking for. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not negating. Yeah. Yeah. That is the reward. Yeah. That is forever... An arm's like yeah. a two and a half hour drive yeah. out of reach. Well, huh. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Oh, well. Yep. <laughs> I am calling with a fail, and it is a major fail, and the failure is it's all on me. So my five and a half year old um, is still like two or three nights a week. He's wetting the bed. And I just kept thinking he's going to grow out of it. We just wash the sheets, and it wakes me up, and it wakes him up. I've been doing this for years. And my my failure is that I just didn't realize that his body isn't ready for this. And that there's nothing that I can do or he can do to stop this. So I did stop and buy some of the good nights for the big kids um, to wear at night. So hopefully that will help us. Hopefully I can get him to wear them. Um, but, yeah, that's my fail is that I've just been like, well, this is one more thing. I just, just put everything in the in the washer and then in the dryer and just, I've done this for years. Why am I doing this? So that's my fail. Thanks, ladies. You're doing a great job. Bye. Right there with you, sister. Yeah, this is like you can insert the bedwetting. You can insert anything else into this. Mm -hmm. That thing where we just like, I'm going to keep fighting this, pushing this boulder up the hill. I don't know who I'm doing it for. Uh, And it has nothing to do with your kid. It has totally some switch that we've switched in our brain that tells us. This is the only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The only way. Yeah. 
And, and then this is gonna work. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I mean, I get how this feels like a failure, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We're all walking around like three years into yeah. something that we could have easily just said, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" Yeah. So, but let's all hold hands and commiserate in failing together. Sure. Thanks for reminding us, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Viz and Teresa. This is a fail. Um, so I recently um, took a pregnancy test, and it was positive, so that's good news. Um, and I've been kind of worried about if it's going to stay positive, so I took another test, and I took a picture of it, and I sent it to my husband um, to let him know that everything was okay, except I did not send it to my husband. I sent it to my boss, who I was not ready to tell. <laughs> um, I am going into work right now, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Fail. Bye. Yeah. Oh, this is, I was, a, I expect like 20 minutes talking to Stefan about this. Just uh-huh. like, not so much your texting of the picture, but like the boss who's like, why is she like, what is his, yeah. what is your, his or her experience receiving, receiving this pregnancy test yeah. from you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the pee stick. Right. The pee stick yeah. less, of like, is this the best way to let me know she's yeah. going to need some time off? Yeah. Is this a comment? Uh, I mean, like yeah. there's just like so many weird yeah, yeah. things yeah. that like stem off of this. In my like hilarious fantasy life, yeah, guys, yeah. texting stuff—it always bad. Definitely, definitely always bad. Yep. You just shouldn't text things ever again. Yeah, that or will... get one of those like private texting apps <laughs> where you can like secretly text someone or call your partner and say the test is still fine. Do it like our parents used to do it. Leave it under the dinner plate. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fail. So I put on some music, danced around with my baby. It was all great. And we had a lot of fun. And then I finally got him down for a nap. He was resting. He was super tired. And I sat down with my phone to listen to a podcast. And I hit play, forgetting that my phone was still hooked up to the Bluetooth speakers in the baby's room where I had had them at full volume playing music. So, of course, the baby woke right up. And now he will not go back down for a nap. And I have failed. Oh, this yeah. is so sad. This I've, is- <laughs> I've come so close to this so many times. It's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. I actually, this happens almost every night right now in the house uh-huh. because I have a Bluetooth speaker thing in the kitchen, yeah. which is close to the kids' room. Yeah. And, it's always dropping off my phone, guys. I'm yeah, always yeah. having to reset it. Yeah. So I've reset it like eight times every day. When I wanted to play, it never worked. Right. Hours later, I go to bed, and I go to put on a podcast to go to sleep to, there and I'm is. like, why isn't it playing? And it's blaring in into the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, into directly yeah. Yeah. right there. And like every night... All you hear louder than that is me saying sack of shit. <laughs> this is the the comforts of modern technology doth not comfort. I am so sorry. Yeah, I'm that so is sorry. a that is just Fuck. a fucking fail. Hey Biz and Teresa, uh, this <laughs> was a genius that turned into a big old fail. So I was up in D.C. Uh, 
for a really awesome conference with my sister, and we took time to go meet up with a fellow OBM listener, um, and we went to the Smithsonian's American History Museum, and it was awesome. I was really excited to meet her. We'd been talking through the Facebook group for a while, and it was great. So we went to this section with our kids, and my toddler's running around like crazy because, you know, he's a toddler, and I tell him, watch out, don't hurt the baby, and then proceeded to kick the baby in the head. Me, me, adult, kicks the baby in the head on accident. Of course, this, like, baby baby is in that crawling stage where they're not quite figured it out yet, so she totally falls over and then also bonks her head on the ground. My mom instincts kick in immediately and I pick up the baby and try to soothe her because that's not creepy in any way. Um, the parents then, you know, were really nice about it, you know, as nice as parents can be about you taking their baby and um, then quickly remove themselves over to the other side of the exhibit. But yeah, don't do that, especially after you tell your kids not to do it. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye. It's <laughs> amazing. Don't, watch out for the baby. Yeah. Don't kick the baby. I kick. totally yeah. tripped over my baby like, oh. a couple times yeah. recently. And Jesse saw me do one yeah. of them. And he was like, yeah, you just, I was like, did I just, and he's like, yeah, yeah. you just. Yeah, you totally just tripped, tripped over on the baby. The baby. <laughs> I just love picking up, going all the way through, yeah. picking up a stranger's baby that yeah. you just kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, that. Yeah. That's like, just like yeah. a cherry. It is. On top really of this is. fail Sunday. Yeah. Really amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just wrap up with one last fail. This is a definite fail. Um, I was just texting a fellow one-bed mother, and I was on the toilet, and I accidentally FaceTimed her, and I didn't realize it at first. <laughs> I put my phone down so she couldn't see anything else. And heard her laughing hysterically. <laughs> so that's what I got for you. That's awful. I'm glad it wasn't my father-in-law. Somebody else way more embarrassing. Love you, Renee. Thanks. Bye. That's da. pretty amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. This is like a. I live in a constant state of fear. Yeah. Like when I go to I'm the bathroom, and I'm yeah. like, "Hey, we just don't get on the fucking phone." Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, usually I'm not even calling somebody. I'm just like doing something. Yeah. But I'm sure that I've somehow managed to trigger like live feed or like oh, whatever, yeah. and I'm like live feeding me on the toilet. Yeah. Till I, I, I just it could happen. I feel I, like it, it could happen without knowing. Yes. And like you could just go on with your life without knowing you just did a live. It did just happen. Yeah. It happened to this woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's proof. Yeah. It's proof that this could happen. That this is possible. Oh, God. Here's to 2018 and more FaceTiming each other from inside the bathroom. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem. One Bed Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. Guys, there's enough going on in our lives that if we can have somebody come in and give us a hand, uh, getting things straight, getting things a little clean, I think we should do it. So Biz and I both have premium memberships with Care.com. 
You can save 30% off a Care.com premium membership by visiting care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership. SF Sketchfest is just around the corner, January 11th to 28th, and there will be plenty of Max Fun shows there to represent. We're bringing Judge John Hodgman on the 11th, Jordan Jesse Go with special guest Andy Richter on the 12th, Schmanners on the 14th, We Got This with Mark and Howe also on the 14th, The Greatest Generation and Friendly Fire Podcast Super Show on the 17th, Pop Rocket host Guy Branham's talk show The Game Show on the 19th, and One Bad Mother on the 21st. You can learn more about these shows and get tickets at MaximumFun.org slash SFSketchFest18. Get your tickets now. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Schmanners, Schmanners. Get it? Everybody, you've done an amazing job being very geniusy mm-hmm. and very faily. Yep. Wow. I've learned a lot. I feel so much better <laughs> about everything than I did when we started the show. And I was feeling very sad about everything. So thank you. But what would a genius fail spectacular be without some rants? So let's buckle up. Get ready to support the shit out of each other. Hi, Biz and Teresa. Um, I'm calling. I called earlier this year with a birthday rant where my daughter had lice. Now I'm calling with a Thanksgiving rant where my daughter has lice again. <laughs> Good morning. And my entire family is here, including one brother and his family who flew all the way across the country. And am I spending time with them right now? No, I am delousing my house. <laughs> And I found like a million of them in my daughter's head. And I also found one on my head, which I am not happy about. And this is like our 10th time having life because I have two daughters with long hair and one of them loves to hug everybody. (laughs) She loves to hug everybody. She's sweet. But we are tired of having life. Anyway, you're doing a great job. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Yes. I don't think we have enough rants about lice. I, I mean, like, Lice I mean, we actually really do. Awful. People call it in, but yeah. we just don't, we just don't dedicate yeah. enough time. We should probably do a show yeah, on life. Then we should. There should actually be just a spinoff podcast. Sure. Where it's just every week we talk to somebody who's got life. <laughs> <laughs> it is the fucking worst. Yeah. And here's what's truly awful about what you're going through. And I'm just got. I just want to, in case you don't feel it enough, I want to bring it home to everybody else. Her whole family from out of town yeah. is there yeah. in the house. Yeah. So, you know, 
everybody's walking around worried whether they're not saying it or not. Right. That they're all going to get lice. Yeah. And even if they're not, and they you might. feel like that. Yeah. yeah. And they might. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're all getting lice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is, that's like, and it's such a part, a potential part of parenting. Yeah. Of like having kids it's a in your thing house. thing that can happen, just like getting sick. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. I just, you're doing, you're doing such an amazing job you're not crying no. at least on the phone yeah and i think that's a, a really big deal yeah you're taking care of business you are you are delousing the shit out of it you're like a lice badass at this point in time you're like fuck this not gonna upset me mm-hmm. i'm gonna delouse the shit out of this house and have some fucking turkey yeah. that's you're like a, like a boss yeah. you are doing an amazing job yeah you are hi this is Teresa. I thought I was calling in with a fail, but I really think this is a rant. So I'm just fucking exhausted. And the worst part about how exhausted exhausted I am, see, there's proof, is that I think that I'm just doing it all to myself. So my daughter is 18 months old, a little over actually, and she no longer goes to bed at 7. She goes to bed at 8.30, which in and of itself is great because I actually get two to two and a half hours with her before she goes to bed and after I get off work, and that's fantastic, and I love that. But I also have less time to myself in the evening. So what I'm finding myself doing is after she goes to bed at 8.30, I'm staying up until 11, 11.30 every night, And I wish I could say I was doing productive things, but I'm not. What I'm really doing is sitting on my phone or watching Netflix or just doing something else that really is not productive and it's slightly enjoyable, but not really enjoyable enough to where I don't feel the guilt of not doing the dishes or the laundry or running errands or grocery shopping or packing her lunch for the next day to make my morning easier. And then I go to bed late and I have nothing to show for it. And then I wake up and I run late in the morning again and I'm exhausted and I do the whole thing over again. And I'm just really frustrated by that because I just have no free time anymore. And then when I do have free time, I just, I don't even know what to do with it because it's nine o'clock at night and what am I supposed to do? So anyway, that's it. Maybe tonight I'll go to bed at 930. We'll see. (laughs) Thanks. You're all doing a great job. Okay. Mm -hmm. A couple of things. Lay it on me. couple of things. Couple things. One, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with your time at the end of the day. Yep. And if it's doing garbage, it's doing garbage. If you want to fucking do all the shit that's going to be there tomorrow, you can also do it then. Or Or now. All things. All things. Tomorrow and then do garbage. But what I really related actually to in this call Mm -hmm. was. The and what I don't think she's actually, or maybe she kind of focused on it a little bit, was the staying up late as some sort of reward, right? right? Like yeah. I do this. I've been doing. I am so tired. I am. I could literally be asleep by nine o'clock every night. Oh, easily. But I stay up. Yeah. To like enjoy uh, do something just yeah. to feel like I'm yeah. to have the time without yeah. children there. Yes. And I. I and it is this thing where it's not really rewarding. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it out of like some like weird thing of I should be up now doing something mm-hmm. because there's I mean, whatever it is. Spending time with my, you know, Stefan, yeah. catching up on a show. What the fuck is TV? Uh, you know, like <laughs> reading. Oh, the reading. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much reading. Like whatever <laughs> it is, when I should just be the fuck asleep. Mm-hmm. But there's something hard. But I feel like. I just go to sleep every yeah. night. I'm a shell of a no, person I once true. was. As opposed to just walking around 
in like a time void. Yeah. Right? But I'm so I, I played this because I was like, I actually it, think about this all like why am I up? Right. Why am I up? I yeah. am too tired to do the dishes or the laundry or the fucking whatever. Yeah. Right. But I also kind of don't have the brain capacity to watch a show or read this book or I'm just like literally suspended in time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like a real I feel like she's touching on something here that we can find ourselves in and not identify that it's actually a thing that that I'm not sure if it's good or bad. So this I'm in this too. Yeah. Uh, this is very real to me, but I I kind of see it a little bit differently in that that time for me, yeah, it's like the best time. Mm. It's the best because and not that I'm like always at my best. I'm usually pretty tired. <laughs> but like for me, there is like something really restorative about being at home in my house in my like comfy jammies or whatever. Right. And having all my kids there but asleep. Yeah. They're there where I know they're safe. I don't have to worry (laughs) about them. I don't have to think about anything extra or who's going to pick them up or anything like that. They're just there, but they're asleep. Yeah. So I don't have to do anything for them. It's the only part of my day where that happens, where everybody's there, but they're asleep. And so that, for me, is like it's time that I need in order to be a human Right. At other times. So, like, I don't get pissed off at myself for not Mm. going to sleep right away once my kids are asleep, once I can go to sleep. Because I know that even though, like, yes, maybe my body does need the sleep. (laughs) Right. My, like, soul needs those moments. Like, that also is feeding me. That also is giving me energy that I need to have that time where like nobody is demanding anything of me yeah. in my own home. I think, okay. I think that is correct. And I think, I feel like what you just said is a first step to what this caller and possibly I am not doing like, or need to do like, because for me, I, yes, I am a I like I feel like this is supposed to be my restorative time and I agree like I love the fact that everybody's where they're supposed to be and I'm in my house I would prefer yeah. to be in my house all yeah. that but I'm still 8 years fucking in wandering uh-huh. around being like what am what I supposed I to do, do? and yeah. now I'm going to beat myself yeah. up for not being able to define yeah. what I'm supposed yeah. to do as opposed to maybe just saying this is restorative yeah. time it doesn't matter whatever what you're that doing. is yeah. and I mean but I I, I want to say to add on to that, when that restorative time, when the non-definition of it, when the non-defining mm-hmm. of it turns into something that is becoming harmful, like I really wrestle mm-hmm. with, okay, I needed some time, some nights to veg out and not yeah. do anything or a month to veg out or a year to veg out. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm How running do I get out. out. How do I get out of this? Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. That's true. when I yeah. want to be using that time for something yes. special for myself. Yes, totally. And I can't break that habit. So. Yeah. There's a lot happening in those hours or hour or 30 or whatever the time is after your kids go to sleep. Mm -hmm. There's a lot happening in there Mm -hmm. for not knowing what you're supposed to do or only getting halfway there or becoming a trigger for something. Or having too long a to-do list of things that you're supposed to be doing during that time. It's the old, I need 48 hours in my 24-hour day. But like, real. Right. Uh, And it's... Anyway, we hear you. Yep. And however 
that's playing out for all of us at the end of the day, that's a real weird time. It is. Yeah. So you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. And I hope you find some way to make that time work for you in a way that feels good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Happy New Year. All right. We're going to wrap up on one last little treat somebody left for us that I think ties in so nicely to our holiday theme of the past few years, which has been hashtag hiding in the bathroom. Let's all sit down and gather around for this little treat. Hi, Biz and Teresa. So Courtney the Badman tells me that this is turning a rant into a genius because I have written us a hiding in the bathroom theme song, and it goes a little something like this. I am hiding in the bathroom from my kid. I am hiding in the bathroom from my kid. Oh, I just can't deal with bedtime, so instead I'm surfing online while I'm hiding in the bathroom from my kid. Hope you like it, and you are doing a great job. Bye-bye. Yay! Good job. Very nice. Everybody... You're all amazing. It's 2018. You're getting really good at this. You're a whole nother year in. And you're remarkable. You're just remarkable. Thank you, as always, for sharing your calls with us. Uh, it is, uh, I, I, am, I am glad we have found a way for people to get some shit off their chest uh, that is hopefully help, helpful and productive. Uh, You're all amazing. Before we wrap up, we just want to give everybody a heads up that in uh, two weeks, we're going to be back in San Francisco as part of San Francisco Sketch Fest. Uh, We will be performing, doing a whole show with Eliza Skinner as our guest on Sunday, January 21st. It's a matinee. Get those kids a sitter or a relative or somebody. Come out. Join us. It's going to be a real treat. You can get tickets at sfsketchfest.com. We did it, guys. You're all amazing. Teresa, you're fucking incredible. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart. Our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, are perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fuss and fight, not throw down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fuss and fight, not throw down mama blues.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.